Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story. The struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry. I hate when this happens. Every once in a while, I will have uh, a plan for a segment. Well, actually, I have a plan for every segment. (laughs) But what will occasionally happen is during a commercial break in the lead-up to that segment, uh, someone will share with me a piece of news that totally distracts me for the entire uh, commercial break. And instead of uh, doing some last-minute preparations for the conversation I intend to have with you, I'll be totally absorbed in uh, this new story. So here's what I'm talking about. <laughs> I, I, I'm going to spend some time on, uh, on an idea put forth by uh, a commentator at Politico. Very quick. I, I'm going to fly through this. We're going to go very quickly. Uh, it is, it's written by someone named John Harris. In Politico, uh, he poses the, the question or rather presents a defense for his belief as to why Trump might quit, presenting what he claims uh, is logic behind uh, Donald Trump not, in fact, accepting the, uh, the Republican nomination for president and ultimately not uh, going up against Joe Biden uh, in the general election. Uh, it's an interesting article. John Harris is no one to sneeze at. He, uh, in fact, founded uh, Politico, who spent about 20 years uh, at the Washington Post, uh, and this is, is meaningless. But it turns out he grew up uh, about 45 minutes from where I grew up. That's pretty cool. Uh, anyway, he talks about uh, and makes reference to uh, something that happened uh, years and years ago uh, when someone else made a Shermanesque statement. Now, what's a, a Shermanesque statement? You have to go all the way back to 1884 to understand this. Uh, you see, during the Civil War, uh, General William Tecumseh Sherman uh, was being considered as a possible uh, Republican candidate for the presidential election of 1884. And if you're a student of history, you know that he, at that time, came out with a pretty fascinating statement saying that I will not accept if nominated and I will not serve if elected. Uh, In fact, earlier he had said, I hereby state and mean all that I say that I never have been and never will be a candidate for president, that if nominated by either party, I should decline, and even if unanimously elected, I should decline to serve. So uh, that's that's a a Shermanesque statement. And in fact, there was one made. Yeah, uh, there was a Shermanesque statement made. It happened uh, in, most recently, uh, on March 31st, of 1968. Let me play it for you and tell me if you recognize this voice. I do not believe that I should devote an hour or a day of my time to any personal partisan causes or to any duties other than the awesome duties of this office, the presidency of your country. 
Accordingly, I shall not seek and I will not accept the nomination of my party for another term as your president. All right. You recognize that voice? Of course you do. Uh, LBJ, Lyndon Baines Johnson, uh, he, in what was expected to be an announcement of new peace initiatives in Vietnam, uh, made the announcement that he would not uh, be seeking an additional term as president of the United States. Uh, a fascinating historic development, and John Harris of Politico thinks that Donald Trump, or at least he's making the argument as to why it makes some sense uh, for Donald Trump to make a similar declaration here at some point. And it is very basically that Donald Trump is a man who likes to control the storyline and that in the past number of months, in particular in, uh, in the, <laughs> the new world we're living in, this pandemic world, the COVID world, uh, that Donald Trump, uh, for the most part, uh, has to sit still, be pretty idle, and do all he can through uh, announcements and Twitter and press briefings and such like that. Not much. Uh, not much travel is able to be uh, undertaken, and far fewer rallies are able to be hosted. And so if this gets out of your control, uh, as uh, this John Harris asserts, if, if this is looking like it's out of control and if the polling numbers look like, hey, maybe it's not a done deal here, uh, Donald Trump is of the nature where he would like to wrestle away uh, at all times control of the narrative and the storyline and to do uh, a, a Sherman-esque announcement uh, it would certainly be, uh, it would certainly place him in control of the storyline. Now, that's crazy, right? And it's a Friday. That's why we're, that's why we're sharing political articles like this, because uh, we're letting our hair down, getting ready for the weekend. Uh, but it is an interesting conversation. It is an interesting debate. And what I want to do is I'll share this political article on my uh, Facebook page. I'd like you to go check that out. Uh, and not, you know, don't worry about politics. I don't need you to respond with, oh, yeah, wouldn't that be great? And, oh, uh, yeah, so that's what we need. It's the, the only good act of service he could do for our country. Okay, I'm not looking for that type of stuff. Uh, but the logic behind it is what I'd like to evaluate with you. So in just a moment, uh, make your way over to the Facebook page and uh, share with me your thoughts. Is there, is there a scenario in which Donald Trump decides that maybe the presidency is no longer for him and he drops out? of the presidential campaign. And that, of course, begs the, the follow-up question, okay, if he does make that choice, uh, who follows him? Who seeks the nomination in his stead? Anyway, uh, that's a debate for uh, the weekend. Share that, save that one for your family. Why don't you go back and forth with the family? If, uh, if not Donald Trump, who? And then why don't you touch base with me on Monday and you and I can have a conversation along those lines. All right, uh, so I told you that during commercial breaks, sometimes I get distracted. Yeah, that happened. That happened uh, during this commercial break. Uh, filling in for producer Amy today is Andrew, typically produces uh, for Dave and Dejanovic, uh, doing a great job today. And he shared with me just now a, a, a New York Times article. And it's, it's absolutely astounding. Uh, before I get into this headline, let me go back a few weeks and read to you this headline from the New York Times. It says, Twitter struggles to unpack a hack within its walls. Do you remember a, a few weeks ago? there was a story where someone had commandeered the Twitter accounts of a number of very well-known people, including Joe Biden and Elon Musk and others. And Twitter didn't know how it happened. And the FBI got involved. An investigation ensued. And it was speculated at the time that this was all in an effort to, uh, to get, uh, get, you know, the, get bitcoins into the hands of the perpetrators, that this was some sort of financial scheme. 
uh, and it was a Bitcoin-based scheme. Well, here's the headline which was just shared with me and is breaking just moments ago. Florida teenager is charged as mastermind of Twitter hack. Authorities have arrested a 17-year-old who they say ran a scheme that targeted uh, President uh, Barack Obama, Elon Musk, Uh, Joe Biden, and it was all done in an effort uh, to hold these accounts hostage and collect bitcoins as ransom. 17-year-old did that. A 17-year-old did that. Uh, Andrew made an interesting comment. He says, I bet you, I bet you Google hires him someday. <laughs> I bet the, I bet you he does possess a pretty valuable skill set. All right. Uh, so thank you for hanging out with me that segment. We're going to take a quick break. When we return, you've heard and you know, uh, certainly if you're a parent, you know, You've got some choices to make. Yeah, school's coming. Are you sending your kid? Are they staying home? Hybrid? What's it going to be? Well, Alpine School District needs to know, and they need to know yesterday. We'll speak with the Assistant Superintendent, Rhonda Bromley, here on Live Mike next. I'm Lee Lonsberry, and this is KSL News Radio.